0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Coast to Coast Combat Hour. I'm your host, Matthew Hawkins, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ed Carbajal. Weekly, we are brought to you by AllAccessMMA.com. Check out AllAccessMMA.com for our video podcast, MMA news, and MMA stories. Ed, how's my East Coast brother doing this uh, week?
1: Doing pretty good. I actually had a chance to talk to uh, the East Coast Invicta FC Adamway champion um, for myMMANews.com. So if you didn't check that out yet over at myMMANews.com, make sure you go read the article I wrote on her, and the link to her interviews will be in the description of uh, this here on on, uh, YouTube, uh, here in the description. But, um, you know, it was – I talked to her the day after uh, UFC Vegas whatever where Max Holloway – Won the main event, and um, I found it kind of funny that when the media asked Max Holloway, Dana White about uh, doing something nice for Max Holloway, like having a, a UFC card in Hawaii, he said that the UFC couldn't get a deal done, and it feels like like nobody in attendance bothered to say. But but Bellator's been there like three or four times. Matter of fact, they're going to be there this weekend with holding two events yet again. So I just thought it was uh, funny that 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 question came up on the week that Bellator is actually going to be in Hawaii again with two two events, but for some reason the biggest uh, promotion can't seem to get a, get a deal done in Hawaii.
0: Does it bother you, or I mean, I know no, it doesn't bother you; it doesn't bother me either. <laughs> but don't you find it strange that nobody in that room sits there and says that and lets him? I mean. Calls him out. Like at least, I mean, there's reasons like, like yeah. wait, there could, there could be some reasons why the UFC is not in Hawaii. Right. Like they don't have a huge sports arena there. The Blaisdell arena is like 8,000 seats. So it's mm. not, it's not suitable per se for a pay-per-view and running an outside event in, mm-hmm. in, in Hawaii takes uh, some logistical Issues in the weather there. If you've ever been to Hawaii or you know about Hawaii, obviously it rains a lot, even mm-hmm. you know year round. So there is some issues to be said uh, with that, with potentially trying to run a show there. But it would be nice to hear that as opposed to we just can't get a deal done. How yeah. about like? How about like you know they don't have an arena big enough, and outdoor show's too risky for us. You know we're we're too big of a promotion. We charge too much for tickets. We can't afford to have people sitting under a monsoon. Mm-hmm. You know like let, let let's let's break it down. Other than you know. Ah, oh, we just can't get a deal done. It's it's hard to get a deal done in Hawaii. Well, obviously, it's not hard to get a deal done. It's just not easy to get a deal done if you want to try to run a mega pay per view. But nobody's asking for that. I don't understand if they have these. Half their shows are in the Apex anyway. Half mm-hmm. of them are in arena. You know, when they do a show like in San Diego and stuff, you're looking at like nine thousand, nine thousand, ten thousand people. So eight thousand people. You know, is not out of the question. Not to mention, you could run back-to-back events as Bellator has done multiple times. So you you essentially could do a whole weekend in Hawaii and and have two shows and you know have two of your you know cards and and get still get sixteen thousand people in the arena. You know, as far as gate goes, mm-hmm. um, plus you can charge more for tickets if it's a smaller venue. You know, that's kind of the other thing. Like most people don't have a problem paying more money if you have a better seat. Mm-hmm. So you know there is there's some things but it would be nice if the media would just go hey like you understand that like your your top competition is running a a double header there this weekend and they've done it i think 3 or 4 years in a row yeah. now and, and uh it's gone off pretty much without a hitch and and seems to be successful for Bellator yeah it's like Otherwise, one of their marquee that.
1: events yeah you know so yeah.
0: that's odd you know obviously coming off the holloway well, max holloway looked great i don't know if you caught the fight or not um
1: I did. I mean, it it went, it went as I expected what, um, you know, the high volume, lots of damage, lots of output. Um, Dana White seemed critical of, of uh, of Allen when, that he didn't turn it on. He turned it on. He turned up his, his, uh, aggression too late or whatever, you know, but, um, I mean, at least he was, he was humble enough to say that he's not a fighter or a cornerman and, and, he wasn't going to be too uh, judgmental about it, but um, just to backtrack on the, um, the the Hawaii thing with the UFC, um, Trent Rainsmith of uh, Bloody Elmo actually wrote a pretty good piece um, after he did his finger shaking at the media in house, which which deserved it, like you like you mentioned. But uh, he, you know he always does his research and his homework. So apparently, in 2018, when the UFC uh, wanted to hold an event in 2018. The deal that they couldn't get done was because um the ufc demands a six million dollar site fee or demanded a six million dollar site fee And this is on rain Smith's piece over at bloody and uh when so of course um you know rain smith reaches out to the to the hawaii tourism authority uh, office to find out you know the story behind it and they just said that's too much like you know they have all these football things there. Nobody ever asked for that much, but for some reason the UFC asked for that much. And um, so that that's the deal that can't get done. It's not, it's not, it's not because of, uh, you know, the, the, he made it sound like, like it's Hawaii being mean to the UFC. And it's it's definitely seems to be the other way around. Not mean, but like, come on, bro. Like, like, you know, let's because they countered with a million dollar offer when they, when they asked for six and the UFC, uh, I didn't didn't want to didn't want to do it. So it's uh it's not um you know it's not on um, it's not Hawaii's fault that the UFC doesn't go there.
0: No, um, but as we mentioned, Bellator can go there. <laughs> they will go there. They have been there, and they're there this weekend. Uh, had the weigh-ins today. Uh, always a uh, always a day of interest for any fight fan. <laughs> uh, and and and. As you know, par kind of further course. Uh, we had some things kind of go wild. Uh, Chris Lencioni missed weight by about six, seven pounds. Um, the there was another fight, I believe. Uh,
1: um, I'm not seeing it listed right now, but here we um, go. The main The main event, Deanna Bennett weighed in at 126.2, officially missed weight for her body against Liz Carmouche. Um, the chose, chose to keep her title on the line for the bout tomorrow, which we were just talking about before we started recording. And then, so if she loses the, uh, the flyweight title becomes vacant. Odd move, but, uh, odd
0: move. Um, odd, odd, odd move to, uh, basically defend the title against yourself. Uh, mm-hmm. doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, she obviously has the, uh, utmost, uh, Confidence in herself, uh, but uh, turns the division into a wacky uh, situation if uh, if if she were to lose the, the title. Um, also, it's like the you know fifth time Deanna Bennett's missed weight,
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: and multiple times I think even against Carmouche. So I I don't even uh, it, it's just it's a bad you know bad matchmaking. Call it what it is. We like Bellator, but it's a bad matchmaking thing. Uh, rewarding somebody who's missed weight so many times with a title shot um, when they have to exactly hit, you know, one twenty-five. Probably not the best, uh, smartest move, and and probably hopefully won't happen again. Uh, you know, I like Bennett. She's funny. Uh, <laughs> you know, she can have some exciting fights, but um, but the but missing weight over and over and over again definitely uh, is not something that. Uh, that professionally just is, is weak. Yeah. Um, so but I mean, still go we got
1: some fun fights ahead of us.
0: Oh yeah, mean, yeah. Yeah. That doesn't, that's not ruining the whole yeah. weekend. That's for yeah. sure. And, and that fight's still happening. So if you're someone who really doesn't give a crap about the belts, which, you know, they're kind of just trophies for the night. It really doesn't make a whole lot of difference. They're still going to fight. Nobody's really been a bitch about one pound in, in, in as far as, you know if Bennett wins the fight she's just uh-huh. going to end up rematching her and, and hopefully will make weight but you know it it'll be a circus sideshow that that we'll hear nonstop about about you know uh about Bellator so but, we don't expect that but uh, yeah. yeah uh ton of good fights on the main card
1: yeah the fights of note i mean obviously i'm i'm you know, i've interviewed How arlene blinko a bunch of times she's ranked number 2 or 3 in the Bellator rankings i've off, off the top of my head um she's introducing formerly of the UFC Sarah McMahon uh at Hawaii in this event um everyone knows McMahon's got a strong wrestling base and and has gone gone toe to toe with cyborg twice and fell short uh did really did came close I mean, I think she did well the last time they fought but um so this is a little funny I tried getting the conversation with her but uh oddly enough um she got back to me. When did she get back to me? Uh, she was already in Hawaii. And um, she when I emailed her, I tried to get her before she went to Hawaii when she was still in, in uh, at Jackson Wink in New Mexico. And I wrote her an email and she uh, she wrote me back, but she forgot to hit send. <laughs> and uh, that interview didn't happen because of that. But that's, you know, technology. You know, you, you have a fight in front of you and you have some a tough customer in Sarah McMahon. Um you know, I don't blame her for that. So I hope she wins so I can get the winner interview. And, um, you know, uh, it looks like the fans ha- are leaning towards McMahon in that fight, but, um, it should be a good fight. It's a wrestler versus striker, mainly boxing. But I, uh, I would think after going against cyborg two times, um, and training at Jackson wing, she's probably trained to take down defense, uh, a lot. So
0: I think the fans are going with Sarah McMahon because she's coming over from the UFC. Yeah. Um, I'm picking Blanco to win. I, I think that uh I think her being more of a natural featherweight mm-hmm. will play a big role in this fight. McMahon pretty uh I believe, uh, without double checking it, fought every one of her fights at one thirty five in the UFC. Mm. Um, so she's coming over to fight one forty five, which tells me she's basically coming over to perhaps coast a little bit. I mean, I get that could be wrong. Uh maybe she'll come and look at extremely healthy and look great, but mm-hmm. um the fact she's not coming in, you know, at, at a smaller weight class, um, I, I, I guess there, you know, we don't have 135 women, uh, so you're kind of stuck there at 145 or 125. But um, I, I, I think Blanco might be too big, uh, and I think that she'll, she might get taken down. But I think over, over three rounds, I think she'll wear down McMahon. Uh, yeah, I feel McMahon. like,
1: yeah, a lot of those shots, any, any of those shots that she that find their mark are probably going to hurt more than she's used to getting hurt.
0: Yeah. So, um, <laughs> another fight on the card, Danny mm. Sabatello, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, coming off of his loss to roofing Stotts, Uh, but you know, obviously he's got the, uh, you know, the over the top interviews, Mike skills, mm-hmm. uh, but he's also shown some tremendous wrestling. Uh, Stotts obviously showed him there some levels to this in their last fight, but, mm. um, but i think he gets back on the winning track here i think he is a special talent um, yeah you know i don't know if he'll ever be a world champion you know because you get to the top couple in the world you're you're dealing with you know some serious killers but um but i do think that he has all the tools to uh to beat the hell out of a lot of people or at least wrestle yeah. The hell out of. yeah
1: I, I like too. that he's fighting on friday because you know stotts and mix are fighting on saturday and and, uh, you know, he's obviously going to, if he comes out on top of this fight, uh, which obviously the fans are leaning towards Savatello. if he comes out on top of this and he's present in Hawaii still for the next night, you know we're going to get some, some Oh, nice I'm sure. I'm sound sure, bites out know. of that. <laughs> yeah, because he'll be watching that them fight and have something to say to the winner, I'm sure of it. You know,
0: uh, um, and this- going back the other way, got a big heavyweight fight. Uh, oh. Tim Johnson, Syed. Soma, um, you know, Tim Johnson's obviously been on a nice little downhill run. Uh, his last handful of fights, uh, Soma's suffered a couple tough split decision losses. Um, but you know, not really gonna make a pick on this fight per se. But uh, but I think it'll be, I think it's gonna be a, a it'll be a true heavyweight fight. You know, you, yeah. I don't think it'll be a boring heavyweight fight. So no, that's about gonna... you know, kind of what you just gotta hope for. And it looks like the fans are leading Johnson. Yeah. I think that's natural again, you know, his UFC pedigree behind him. Um, I, I don't know how much he's, I don't know. You know, I mean, when, once a guy starts losing a handful in a row, you kind of start to wonder where they're at there mentally. Um, Soma, like I said, has, has lost uh, some close decisions, but to some tough competition and, and you know, he's a little younger, uh, maybe a mm-hmm. little more hungry to, uh, you know, to pull to make, you know, to make sure that he pulls out a win here. So I lead Soma just, you know just kind of gone by that logic but uh, i think it's going to be a good fight a fun back and forth yeah
1: it's funny like you took the words right out of my mouth because like when i looked at this fight as i was looking i was looking at on typology earlier today and i was just like you know what this is just going to be one of those heavyweight fights where like whatever whatever the result it's definitely going to make uh the you know the social media highlights because you know somebody's going to get like hit hard and dropped and um Obviously, the main event we talked about, I mean, uh, with with the weight, weight and miss and everything and, and the fact that they they have fought before, I, I just, it's hard not to pick Karmouche. Uh,
0: I think Karmouche win. wins. I think she, I think her, her strength of wrestling is the same thing that kind of hurts Bennett. Um, so I, I think, I think she wins. I, I think it's probably not the most exciting fight in the world, um, you know, but, uh, yeah, you know I, I i is this a, is this a salute i wonder is this gonna is this a salute uh, to the troops kind of card is that what we're doing here again is that do you know off the top of your head or have you seen anything in there i didn't look for tickets I,
1: I, I feel like they they said it uh when they initially announced it. they kind of said that but i haven't seen anything else with it um i'd already closed my my if my you click on that and... ticket
0: link on there on the screen top left let's see does it offer you tickets for that fight vip seating general okay so that so yeah. it's not not the true well that's the stats mix scroll back up yeah. or it's cool. it's going can you click on it on the bottom left there on the little logo this one here no the one that says "Been Carmouche Burnett where it's upcoming events down below that
1: oh yeah because that's for Dublin
0: <laughs> it's it's scrolling through there see vip seating so you might only it might only be vip and, and troops for mm. the uh for that card which which goes back to it being the, I mean it is it the is like days
1: before too so
0: yeah <laughs> usually usually so I, I mean I would expect it to kind of be the troop card but makes sense why Carmushigan is headlining um how this house how she won the title same same kind of scenario so
1: mm.
0: you know um,
1: real quick before we move off of this card I mean the the, mm. the undercard is also um you know Tyrell Kenny, fortunes Kenny on there. Crossed. Kenny former Cross, guest of the show. former guest of the show and XFC. Like, he was one of the guys trains with uh, Kenny Cross. He's fighting, actually, Kalis Mata, who I think I remember. I, I talked to him years ago because uh, he fought over at um, Victory, if I'm not mistaken. I'd have to check my old notes. But, like you said, Kenny Cross, uh, you know, tra- uh, trains with Bobby Nash, has been on the podcast, too, is making his belt or debut, I think, in Chicago soon so we got to have him back on but yeah it's just a there's just a bunch of like Tyrell Fortune versus Sergey I feel like this is going to be another heavyweight bout that's like you know going to be a short one <laughs> um and then obviously this is Chris Lencioni's second fight back since he took his hiatus from MMA and Bellator um not MMA in particular but mostly Bellator so uh that's that's the Friday night card so it's actually a pretty I I I I find the card to be pretty well stacked, and and uh, I think it's going to be fun. Um, we'll move into 295, which is the next night Saturday. Saturday night,
0: night card is where the or uh, a lot of the the is one I'm interested in. I mean, it's the it's the deeper card. It's the ticket they're they're selling tickets to, and they're going to uh and and, it, and it's Saturday night. I mean, you you know, just look at, just at the main card. I mean, when you kick off with Ray Borg making his yeah. Bellator debut, debut against, uh, you know, the great K- Kyoji Horiguchi. Um, I mean, it's amazing how many of these fights I just didn't know was happening until I <laughs> looked at the card. You know, I I had seen that one over time, but you kind of forget, slips my mind.
1: Uh,
0: and, mm. um you know, Borg's had a couple nice performances post-UFC uh, in Eagle FC. Um, Gibson uh where he had a hell of a fight but uh you know uh you know I got to go with Haraguchi and it looks like the fans are pretty much almost unanimous on that yeah. call as well um and, and but you know again you know we got we're back to flyweight so that's good that's good yeah. for Haraguchi you know he's back to his his normal weight class and uh and maybe not not so good for Borg <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i mean like you said i mean if that that's kicking off that that that's it's just i don't know i i, I don't know it, it's the fact that more people weren't talking about this you know to, this event is, is is crazy to me but you know
0: yeah because uh, borg wasn't kicked out of the ufc for for performance per se he was he had trouble making weight yeah you know and that was his issue so hopefully tomorrow's the way in for this event so hopefully um you know we don't you know jinx anything here but uh but Mm -hmm. if he makes weight that's that's going to be a good fight there's yeah it's it's and Horiguchi's. you know i mean he's he's got 35 fights age aside you know you you, that's it adds up there's mileage on there when when you fought 35 times you know so uh it'll be you know and he's got to he's got to keep on the win streak uh you know after a couple of the tough losses if he wants to get back at Stotts or sergio pettis or, or uh or uh, or mix, depending on you know re- another shot at Mix and Pettis actually, uh, but um he's got to obviously pick up a win here and he becomes one of the top contenders in that weight class, along with potentially Sabatello as you mentioned.
1: Yeah, and then uh we have Aaron Pico making his return after he tried to pop his own loose shoulder back in place. He got the surgery, seems to be a hundred percent ready to go. Grew a full beard goatee. <laughs> Doesn't even look like himself on fight week. <laughs> uh, taking on James Gonzalez. I mean, I'm just happy to see this kid back back on in the uh, cage again. Um, I even even when he when that last fight when that happened, I was I was so impressed with his uh, the fact that he tried to pop it back himself and keep fighting. It just shows you that the they're 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 not like they're not like regular people. These people that choose to do this for a living, and he's so young. It's just like like his, the competitor mindset. He, I. I feel like it's, he's just on a different level, and he's he's like destined to hold gold one day in um you know in MMA.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I I think so too. I'll be curious to see. Hopefully, this this shoulder thing is a one time. Yeah. Uh, incident. Um, you Too so bad he, Kevin
1: Nicholson's not watching. I would I'd like him to chime in <laughs> to let us know, but. Uh, maybe I'll I'll shoot him a message. Maybe uh, he should tweet about that because he I know he does updates too.
0: Yeah, I mean you know I got to pick Pico. I, I mm-hmm. think if if all things are are well and he's healthy and and uh, I still think he's one of the best. You know, it's hard to say prospects at this point. It seems like it's been what? When did that have happen? We're polar, like what five six years into his career mm-hmm. now. Um, but uh, you Rocky.
1: Know. It's been yeah. rocky too. Yeah,
0: there's been a lot of ups and downs, but <laughs> yeah. uh, but I do think that if he manages to stay healthy, he mm-hmm. he still has all the tools to uh, to hurt a lot of people.
1: For sure, <laughs> he's definitely got the power to hurt a lot of people. All right, That's one thing, like you said. I I hope his power hasn't suffered because it was it wasn't his shoulder, you know. Um, and then we have Ilima McFarlane, the the one of the people that used to carry these events on her shoulders. She's probably going to pack the house still facing Kana Watanabe. This feels this seems like another uh uh Ryzen Bellator like under the radar, like kind of like not official, but um you know fighting a, a flyweight feature bout. Um McFarlane trying to get her way back to, to herself back to a, a title again. But um yeah uh it should be a fun fight. Um I don't see her losing in her home turf but uh you know there's uh there's definitely some potential to. It's almost fifty. Well, it's fifty-seven percent fans have her uh, versus Watanabe's forty-two percent. So I don't know. I mean, I like Alimale, so I'm I'm hoping she wins.
0: Yeah, both these girls got on my bad side when they managed to beat Alejandra Lara, but uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, but with that said, yeah, I'm gonna go with Alimale. Um, I think, I think being in Hawaii. Um, might simply be the, the, you know, the crowd push and the, and the, you know, that might, that might be enough to push her over the top. I think it's a pretty damn even fight though. I mean, the mm-hmm. 57 to 42 is essentially a coin flip you know, we're not we're kind of splitting hairs a little bit there. Who knows how many people are actually voting. So we could only be talking a matter of a couple people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but I think Malay wins. You know, if this fight was taking place in Japan, like you said, on a on a Verizon card or something, or yeah. even just a Bellator, you know, Japan, I, I, I might go the other way for partially the same reason. Um, but uh but I think alimalae it's hard to pick against her in Hawaii. If yeah. I did, if you did, and she won, and you'd, you'd feel like a fool for for falling for it. So, I think she wins. I think it's probably a good grappling match. I think there's probably mm-hmm. some good some good transitions and, and potent, you know, good potential for that. Hopefully, mm-hmm. it doesn't neutralize each other and they end up kind of just, you know, neither of them are are, are you know brutal strikers. So,
1: um, yeah. kind
0: of hoping for some scrambles and. and
1: I mean, uh, if I had if I had to leave, give the edge to striking to anybody, I would give it to Leimalei too, because I remember. When I talked to her years ago at, over here at Mohegan Sun, uh, she was kind of like hinting that like p- p- too many people sleep on her striking. So if, if if there's an edge there, I would give it to her too. But um, the Bantamweight uh, World Grand Prix fight is definitely one that, again, with the with this w- division in belt, I always think that thought they had the best 135ers as long as I've been watching MMA. Um, and I'm not surprised that the fans are leaning towards Patchy Mix. Um, I am as well. However, I think because of Stotts, he like you know, he's again, he's he's like uh, Savatello, you know, with with he's very good on on the mic too. Sometimes that take distracts you, makes you forget that they're actually good fighters and martial artists too. And and you know, Stotts isn't where he's at because he didn't surprise us in the past. So I wouldn't be surprised if he can counter Pat uh, Mix's grappling, but mix has been putting in a lot of really good time training with some really good people. Um, He read off a laundry list of names on media day yesterday that I was just like, wow. I mean, you were already good before you started training with those dudes. Um, He mentioned like Gary Tonin and and, like real strong grapplers, JT Torres, uh, Jake Shields, obviously, and, and a bunch of others. So, um, I wouldn't be surprised if, if it is, even if it's all control, I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if mix pulls it out, but I think, you know, stats likes to, uh, you know, pull a rug out from folks too.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, 19 and one, 17 and one, it's a pretty, pretty good uh, matchup record wise. You don't see mm-hmm. that all that often. Um, I, you know, I said it on the show when he did it. Uh, I picked the double mega med to beat mix last time. And when mix beat the double mega med, I said, I'll never pick against a mix. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I'm going to go with mix to win um, huge, huge bantamweight. weight. Uh, I think that's honestly going to be something that that's going to just carry him for quite a while. Um, especially as he ages and, and really, builds into everything um i think that he i think he has a lot of potential as long as he can keep making one uh he's only 29 years old so mm-hmm. he's really just kind of in his prime right now um but i i think i think he wins i think he uses his size and i think he, you know i think it's a hell of a fight though i mean i you said the fans were leading towards him
1: yeah, here they have him at fifty eight percent of the so fifty eight to,
0: to forty. I guess he got a couple two percent on the draw. Mm-hmm. Um hopefully that doesn't happen. We need this this title, you know, we need this belt to get handed out, the million dollars to get handed out and yeah. uh, and get on with uh with the rest of the division. You know, you got Sergio Pettis fighting Pitbull now. Um yeah. so uh you got some things in the works to set up some really kind of super fights if they all go down, but oh yeah. You know, I'll pick Patchy Mix and I, I, I mean, I, I, but this is a hell of a fight. I'm actually going yeah. to the Laker game Saturday night, so I'm going to probably miss this, or at least I'll be watching it in my seat uh, at Crypto <laughs> Arena. Um, yeah. But, um, but I'll, I'll, yeah, that'd
1: be one. Like, if I did go out, I would be the guy on in the corner on his phone. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be, yeah. So it's, they got it on Showtime. Like, I have the app on my phone, I can watch it anywhere. So
0: <laughs> nice. Um, You know, just mentioning a couple other things this weekend, you know, the UFC does have an event and I know we don't normally talk the, uh, too much ESPS plus cards, but it is a good heavyweight fight. I'm looking forward to Sergey Pavlovich versus Curtis blades. Um, You know, I'm a fan of the heavyweight division. I know a lot of people aren't, but when two good legit heavyweights are squaring off, I I think it's a good fight. So I will also try to catch that one. Um, And then we had mentioned the Bellator doubleheader. BKFC always also comes back with a doubleheader this week. The makeup event, uh, Bellator 38. So we're kind of going back in time here. Uh, Just had 39, but we're going back to 38 uh, for an event that was postponed uh, earlier in April. Uh, That's uh, Dat Wynn versus Daniel Strauss former Bellator champion, uh, heck of a fight. And then, uh, Saturday that's Friday night. And then Saturday, uh, 3 PM Eastern noon Pacific, uh, BKFC 40, um, from, uh, Leeds England. So they're continuing, uh, their expansion and moving around. Um, and then obviously next week, uh, they, we have the big show, uh, out in Denver. So, yeah. um, Lots so really, of action really, really quick.
1: Right. The uh, the, the UFC event, the prelims start at, at uh, four, yeah, four o'clock Eastern. For the folks that listen, I know there's folks from Jersey that listen to the podcast. You know, Francis Marshall makes his return, he's out of uh, Pellegrino MMA in, in uh, uh, out of South Jersey. He's fighting William Gomez. This is his second fight since he made his debut. So, um, you know, all, all my Jersey Jiu Jitsu heads that know Francis, um. You know that that's one fight that i'm obviously going to be paying attention to francis at my black belt ceremony so i definitely uh when i got my black belt he was there so i uh i definitely uh root for francis marshall but yeah i just wanted to mention that really quick before we
0: uh before we uh good side note uh before we sign off here again a reminder after the show on the audio version uh stay tuned for jillian de interview uh Invicta Adam weight world champion, really the Adam White world champion of the world. Um, and Ed's, Ed has her a uh, week and a half, two weeks prior to her, uh, her big showdown to defend her title in, in Invicta. So stay tuned for that. Uh, if you're looking to uh, get any information on the show, check us out at Combat Hour on Twitter. Coast to Coast Combat Hour on Instagram. Follow me, Matthew Hawkins. Uh, at MMA Hawk 21 on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Ed at Carbizal on Twitter, Carbizal on Instagram, Old Head Carb on Twitch. And as always, you can check out our video podcast at allaccessmma.com, allaccessmma.com for our video podcast, MMA news and MMA stories. Lots of action. To Bare Knuckle, to Bellator, nice heavyweight UFC fight along with the Jersey boy undefeated Jersey guy. So, uh, you know, and some other names too. the UFC cards, not terrible, not the best, but there are some names on the card. So, um, lots of action. Yeah. Uh, Plus,
1: plus a little bit of, I think there's some big boxing going on too. If you're a boxing guy, you're about Davis, Ryan Garcia. I think. It's oh, a big that's country, right so. too.
0: Oh, yeah. oh man, I'm gonna have to bring an yeah. extra damn phone to the Lakers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh yeah. shit! All right, we'll go Lakers and uh, have a good weekend, everybody. Peace.
1: All right, Ed Carbajal from My MMA News speaking with Invicta FC Adam Wade champion once again, Jillian DeCorsi. Um, Jillian, thank you for making time to talk to me. I really do appreciate it. Um, I know we're only a few weeks out from your fight. Um, it feels like it's right around the corner. How how are you doing thus far?
2: Um, so far, so good. You know, it gets it's getting to that point in camp where you're like. All right, like, <laughs> just keep trugging along. But I try to set everything up like early on in camp, so everything's already scheduled. Everything's laid out. So when it gets to the points where you're just like, all right, I just got to kind of go, it's like easy just to kind of keep that routine and be like, all right, well everything's already set, so I just have to, I just have to do them.
1: Yeah, and I know you've been pretty good about that. Obviously, lately with becoming champion, and <laughs> now you got, now you got the defense, uh, your first defense set up. So my first question for you, and I know you've been kind of addressing it already, but you know you always hear that that uh, the, the phrase "heavy lies the crown," and and here you are at the top. You've you've, you've hit a uh, a point you've been working so hard for for in your career. Now the bullseye. The funny thing about it is now the bullseye is on you, and yeah. everybody seems to be coming for you. I mean, we've seen stuff from uh, folks from Ryzen wanting to fight you and. Stuff like that. So, how have you been dealing with all that since you become champion?
2: Um, I kind of just like deal with it in the moment, and then try and put it like out of my head, um, and not really like think about it or focus on it too much, because I feel like that's when you get like distracted when you when you get sucked into like you know thinking about all of that, and then that's where you can't you can't focus and you can't perform at your best. So for me, it's like all right. Obviously, you have to deal with it. You have to address it when it comes up. Um, but then, as soon as it's done, I try to be like separated, being like, okay, boom, that's done, that's dealt with, and now like focus on that ta- like task at hand.
1: And you being, I mean, you you've been wanting to be get to where you are so for so so long. Being the champion now, like, how, how has it been like making? Obviously, you have the fight coming up against uh, Rayanne Dos Santos. Um, it's still Rayanne, right?
2: Yeah, 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 still same yeah. opponent. Yeah, as far as I know. So <laughs> yeah. well, something happening that I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, 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 because I, mean, I know it's been, it's been as as a challenger in the past. Like, it's been hard, road travel to get to get the shots. And now, as a champion, now you're sitting there waiting for opponents to challenge you. Um, how how has it been like with this fight getting made? I know Del Boni wanted a rematch. I, I know when you were on the podcast that I do with Matt, we kind of talked about that. Right. But um it's 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 like, you know, like is it different for you to to wait for the the people to come at
0: you?
2: Um, I mean I guess it's a kind of like a nice change. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of having to be the one to like hunt down and being like, you know, be vocal, 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 like trying to get fights, trying to get matches. Um, trying to get like what I feel like I deserve. Mm-hmm. So now it was kind of like, oh, wait, like I just get to sit back and like everything <laughs> unfolds for me. And I don't have, like I already put the work in. So I just get to like, oh, okay, yeah, all right, this date works for me. Let's do it. Um, So it's been, it's been really nice and refreshing in that way.
1: I mean, uh, that, I mean, that's cool. And I'm happy that, it, that it's refreshing. It's It's nice for you to finally feel that side of it after being the one, you know, kind of, you know, plant, uh, stomping your foot and making the right. case for yourself.
2: Have a little pain <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, what I found interesting is that you recently did the rise invitational, the grappling match. And I was like, I remember in all the times we've talked, I was like, that was something you always did to keep your blades sharp when you weren't getting the fights that you right. won. And here you are as champion, and you're still doing that. Is, <laughs> it, is, it, is it almost like reverse preparation now? Like, okay, I'm gonna I, let me continue to face these specialists because, you know people will think that that that's something that they have over me or is it just, I mean, cause it was only was like a couple of weeks ago. You did the rise thing.
2: Yeah, it was, uh, well, April 1st. Yeah. So yeah, literally just like, like two weeks ago. Um, so that kind of just like happened. Like I kinda, they reached out to me and asked if I wanted to compete And, like, um, it kind of was happening at, like, the same time that I was going to find out when I was fighting. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I like, just confirmed with Invicta to make sure, like, it wasn't going to be in April. And when they were like, no, no, it's definitely May, I was like, all right, cool. Are you guys cool with me doing this? Like, I'm just (laughs) going to jump in and do it then. Um, And, like, I kind of went back and forth a little bit, like, leading up to it. I'm like, oh, is this smart to do this? Is this, like, is this stupid? So we kind of just made a deal with, like, between, like, my coaches and I were, like, all right, like, if I was in, you know, like, in something that was just, like, chancy or, like, a sub where it was, like, all right, normally I might fight out of it. Um, if it was something that, like, had a high potential for, like, but like injury maybe, mm-hmm. it was just going to be, like, just tap early. Um, and it was a match against, um, I had uh, went against uh, that girl previously, like, a few years back, Um, So it was kind of like, all right, like I kind of know you're going to like what you're going to try and do. And like my goal is just like shut it down and kind of do like a dress rehearsal for like the Mm -hmm. fight. Um, And like for me, like going into grappling matches sometimes are like more anxiety provoking because I guess it's more unfamiliar at this point because I don't do them as frequently. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was like, oh, it's a good opportunity just to kind of one test see where I'm at against straight grapplers and then um you know just put that anxiety out there and being like all right like how are we dealing with this how are we responding like what's our you know what do we have to make sure we tweak like mindset wise uh for the fight
1: yeah i mean it's funny you mentioned the uh the ask talk talking to your coaches and your team about (laughs) it being a smart move because when i saw you announce that in my mom mind i was like isn't she fighting (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is it supposed like like that was the first thing that happened to me? So it's uh, it's it's nice to see at least that that whole process went through your own mind and with your team. Do you kind of like is it like a vote? Like how does that how do you make the choice? Uh, it's like a vote process with you and your team.
2: Um, no, I was just kind of like um, like I had done that. Like I actually did rise about the same amount of time. Like um, a, the last time I did it from a couple of years back, it was like the same thing. Like I had a fight. A month later, and like my my one coach that was gonna come with me, he was like, yeah, so he was like, you know, if it's on the chance you're tapping right and I was like, yeah, I't know a hundred percent So it was kind of like it was just like unwritten rule this time when we talked about it like, all right, hey, if it's something where you don't feel like you know you feel like there's a chance, tap right mm-hmm. um at the end of the day, because you know for for me right now, at this point in my career, the fights are what's more important, right especially mm-hmm. a, a title fight, you know, defending your belt like that's not something that you're gonna throw away because you got tapped in a grappling match,
1: yeah. I mean, it's, this event is, it's kind of like, so again, you know, I do the the podcast with Matt and he's talked to you too. Mm-hmm. He and I have been talking about, he's actually going to be there for you for your fight. Oh, um, awesome. <laughs> um, but there's like your event, that event, Evict FC 53, it's almost like the first of many combat sports events in the area of, uh, where, yeah.
2: you,
1: <laughs> <laughs> of where you're going to be competing. I mean, and, and you're, Invicta FC 53 is it's it's like the the catalyst. It's like to start of everything off, and it's on a Wednesday. Yeah. So um, does that add to? Is there any pressure added like to everything else that you're carrying around?
2: Um, no, not really. I haven't really thought about that. It's just annoying because like hotels and everything is more expensive than it would be because there's so many damn events going on that week. Mm. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, thanks, guys. Um, but no, other than that, like I haven't really thought about that. Like, um, we're, you know, we're going to probably be in town. So we're trying to maybe like go to a couple events afterwards or something. Um, but you know, we haven't really, like, I don't really settle or think about things after until mm. like the fight is over. And then it's like, all right, what are we going to do? What's happening? What's going on? Let's, let's have some fun.
1: Yeah, I mean that kind of falls in line with what you told me about from what you read about the book with the from the book that you read and yep. stuff. So that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, the event that's happening that night, um, I found it odd. I mean, you can chime in on this if you want to. If you if you don't, yeah, that's fine. But <laughs> I found it odd that they put Delboni on the same card. And I know she was she was calling for a, a rematch, like right away. Yeah. And then, and I know you, we talked about it, in my opinion. I mean, when you finish someone, I, I feel like the rematch you kind of have to. You don't get that right away you have to work your way back 100 I, 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 I don't agree with like immediate rematches especially if the, the person that lost is finished um right but like i mean w- was there any um was there any shock on your part that like why are they putting her on the same card as me or
2: um no like i was i guess like one well, more of the shock was like that she's like fighting at uh 15 on this on mm. the next one and i was like i was like wait i was like you were you were not big for 105 like you know i was significantly taller um so i just i thought that part was weird i was like i mean but to each his own right um you know i didn't i mean personally i didn't i don't i wasn't a fan of their uh (laughs) the uh the poster that they put out um (laughs) because i'm like one i'm like why? like you're like you know i thought she was going to be co-main event based on that poster they put out you're not co-main event so like why are you why do you have all these like you know, kind of, like, people on the poster, like, why is it, you should have that co-main event up there. I feel like that's unfair, and, like, to them, yeah. I don't know if they're going to change the actual fight poster or not, um, and they just need, you know, those were fights that were booked, so they were like, oh, okay, here, let's get something out there, mm-hmm. um, but if I was a co-main event, I'd be a little salty about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I that's true, too, um, so, you but your opponent, the opponent ahead of you, like, I mean, you know, looking at her record, I mean, is there... There are any concern about the the amount of fight she has versus your yours? I know your experience, like your experience overall, in my opinion, balances out versus what's on paper and, and MMA records. um But like as far as you and your team are concerned, when you're when you're looking ahead to to the fight you have coming up. How do, you match, how do you see yourself matching up against Dos Santos?
2: Yep. I mean, so as far as like record-wise, like, yeah, she has, she has more fights than I do, technically professional fights, uh, but if, we don't know how many amateur fights she has, if she really had any, because a lot of times outside of like the U.S., they don't really, their amateur careers are sh- are way shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if you take into account my all the amateur fights I had, where, you know, fight-wise, we're probably in a similar area. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, her compared to when I fought Jessica, their records were pretty similar, um, about the same amount of fights. Um, so I don't really think, I don't really look into, um, that too much because you could have, you know, you could have 50 fights and you're, you know, you're fighting all like scrubs. All right. Well, Mm. congratulations. You're like, Mm -hmm. you know, 42 and eight, but like you, you know, fought people that came off their couch. Mm. So like, it doesn't really hold anything. That's just like, that's ego right there. Mm. um so i don't i don't really look into that i look into more like the most recent fights um so we watch her fights and stuff where we didn't go back all the way back like no we watched the last couple the ones that are the most relevant
0: yeah. the
2: improvements that you made there um but you know i really don't think into it too much because i've been like you know the last two fights like major underdogs and um you know especially the last fight with jessica she had way more fights than i did mm. way more pro fights um and it didn't at the end of the day it didn't make a difference.
1: Yeah. That's 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 for sure. Um well, I mean, um one last question for me is you know, looking ahead to the future um and and you know, I I don't like to look a f- too far ahead, but the the funny thing I find <laughs> funny thing I find is so cuz we had talked about like the, the promotions that have the division you fight in, mm-hmm. division you want to fight in, um and it's so we talked about all the events in your area. One championship is going to be the same within like the same week yep. of, of, of your fight. I'm I'm wondering if 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 like if there's going to be any sort of are they going to invite you to come watch you know their event or if any because they Cause definitely have an atom.
2: Really yeah and I want <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to the I want to that's one of the events that we actually really want to go to but mm. uh, you know we haven't looked at, like ticket wise right now is like kind of a little crazy. So that would be something like either, you know, I can get a nice little sweet hookup there or, yeah. <laughs> you know, we work some, uh, we work some champ magic or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, it definitely, I feel like um, it just seems like now, is the time for the sport to to start doing stuff like that, especially right. with, you know, if they're going to be, you know, literally days apart, it'd be nice to to entertain and test the waters to see how fight fans might like to see more, because you know, it seems like Bell is the only one to do right. a cross promotion, but um, yeah, so anyway, um, is there if there if there's anybody that you want to shout out and give thanks to? I mean, I, I know you got a lot of sponsors and stuff, I mean, the floor is yours. I, I know the event's soon, but I just wanted to give you some time to kind of like get that out of the way. And uh, you know, it's it's a pretty big deal. I feel like this one's a, re- a pretty big deal because of the location, yeah, and, yeah.
2: I'm not fighting in the middle of nowhere this time yeah, like, yeah. nice. i'm like oh wait we don't have to fly somewhere to hang out afterwards we can actually just stay <laughs> where the event is that's nice um and i've never been to denver before so i'm kind of excited about that
1: yeah it should be fun i mean again i mean I, I i'm the i'm in new jersey so i wanted atlantic atlantic city would have been nice <laughs> too but this is nice. This is nice. I too. mean,
2: yeah. Supposedly, they're still trying to come to the East Coast, so we'll we'll see what happens. That would definitely be nice.
1: Well, you pick you pick up that W that you that I hope that lights fires under somebody. Yes. to Like we got to make this happen.
2: <laughs> oh man, I, I'm like yeah. We uh, like you put me and you put Fatima Klein on the card on the uh, East Coast, and like, yeah, that's it. We're we're selling. We just her and I ourselves could sell out the place. <laughs>
0: Well, Jillian,
1: th- thank you so much for making time to talk. If you want to shout out your sponsors, by all means.
2: Oh, yeah. So uh, thank you. I have like a, a long list of sponsors. Um, but, you know, some of my most like loyal ones have been with me from the beginning. Um, you know, Seek C- C- Chick, um, Receptor Naturals, a CBD company. Um, we got... I always mess this up. Um, parts <laughs> Wholesale Supplements. Um, I got... Oh my god! I bad. I'm bad. i I suck at this. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> whatever I can put on the spot, I'm like, uh, uh, uh. Um, but you know, guys, I'll shout yeah. you guys out on social media. You'll all be on my banner, um, on my fight outfit. So you know, yeah. I appreciate you know everything. My whole team at Long Island MMA and Ringsport Muay Thai. My manager Jason Adams. Um, you know, those are those are the big wigs.
1: Yeah, for sure. Anyway. Well, Jillian, thank you so much for making time to talk. I, I know it was like on a crazy, you know, the way we hooked it up was crazy, but you always make time for me and I, I really do appreciate it. And, you know, I'll be cheering for you. Matt will be there. I'm sorry I couldn't be there.
2: That's all right. But Matt will be You're there. there
1: in so, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be watching.
2: Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Bye.